the host of this program invited me on to talk to you about privacy and security in this day and age. So, while I can't tell you who I am, I... Oh, crap. This is the Andres Segovia Show. Everyone, and welcome to the Andres Segovia Show. I am your host, Andres Segovia. In this episode, uh, this is not exactly a follow-up to the whole Freedom Fund thing. In fact, it's more of the conversations that were started because of what the Freedom Fund was promising. So I'm going to get into that in this episode with respect to the Google phones, um, uh, Linux devices that are, uh, that are out there. Uh, one in particular that I want to bring attention to and alternative operating systems, um, which in this case would, would also uh, allow me to talk a little bit about BlackBerry, who um, rest in peace. So for those of you that are new to my program, this is my website, www.unistagoba.com. This is where I'd have additional content that doesn't make anywhere else because, uh, yeah, I'd like to control my own things here. So I have a bunch of other shows and podcasts which are available here. Talking about movies, talking about soundtracks, books, uh, obviously tech, and off the record tends to be the place where I talk about anything and everything that interests me. Um, like off the record, off the QT, and very not so hush hush on this one. If you understand that reference, that means you're a fan of Ali Confidential too. So with, without further ado, I want to get into um, this topic of what was this was brought up because of freedom phones. Um, the whole idea of being able to break free from big tech, taking back control of your privacy and security online, and things like that. I've gotten questions from people across the socials, uh, even some of these video platforms, with respect to um, what what devices alternatively do I recommend, if not the freedom phone. What other things can we do? Um, or should we get a VPN? It depends on how you're going to be behaving because if you're still going to be using big tech but not, oh, I'm using a VPN, uh, that doesn't circumvent the issue. You're still identifying yourself to the big tech oligarchies and giving them your information while you're browsing, which defeats the whole purpose in the first place of getting a VPN. But first, I want to talk about Android. Android, most people that don't know, uh, is an open source project. What it means about open source, the, the best example I can think of is, uh, for those of you that are into fitness, supplements. Because when I've gone out to buy my supplements, I rely mostly now on TB12. Uh, that's Tom Brady's uh, 12 sports uh, complex and all that. He, and he's all about being healthy and all that. I really liked uh, comparing the supplements because I ended up selling for his uh, most of all, because when you see the ingredients compared to proprietary blends, you don't know what's in it. They're just telling you, trust us, this is good for you. So now imagine that, but uh, so this app is free, but we're eating your data and your usage and sending it to our advertisers, to the highest paying customers so they can send you an advertisement that hopefully you'll end up buying. But you we're monetizing you is what these companies are doing. So Android itself, if you can, you can build your own operating system because the the, oper- the framework essentially is already there. And this is the place where you can learn more about it. I'm not all that technical, so this is the place where you really want to get technical. It's the place to be. Google is the one that bought Android, the source program, and then they built off that. Samsung, same thing. They use this and they built off that. That's where they get their One UI interface. Uh, same thing with, uh, with Sony. Same thing with uh, HTC. Um, OnePlus. This is where it's all sourced from. You can see the actual source. What they then do with their own proprietary services and things, that's, that's those services. 
And those are the reasons why sometimes hardware needs to be uh, bumped up in specs to keep up with whatever framework's being installed by, say, something like Samsung, who is notoriously known for being a RAM hog, where they improved considerably uh, towards the end of their TouchWiz days. But when they became One UI, it was considerably better, much more streamlined. That's not how they were before. They were RAM hog, bogged down the phone. They always crashed. You remember those days, folks, where your phone was like, I just got this phone. Why is it so slow? That is why, because the operating system was operating in the background and all those applications were most likely just using up battery power using up signal strength and data sending your data projecting it to wherever those servers were imagine being able to get to the bottom of it and say no i don't want you using these uh, wi-fi bluetooth uh, radio waves during these times or whatever i don't want you using them at all and you begin being able to switch them all off basically that's what this allows you to do but again it requires legwork to which some companies have already done so. To, uh, some organ- some organizations, I guess you could say, these are projects too, uh, developers that gone to- together and done what is called Lineage OS. There's, uh, this is a uh, de-Googled um, Android, essentially. There's no Google here. You can get it if you want to, but it will defeat the purpose why you got this in the first place. What makes this beautiful is that then, if you can see the list to the left here, look at all these phone manufacturers that have devices uh, that can run this uh, this operating system. The, I'm going to use HTC as an example. I have this very phone, HTC One M8, released seven years ago, and I have Android 10 running on that swimmingly, and I'm looking forward to possibly being able to install Android 11, which would be a version, a Lineage OS version 18.1. I'm excited to get that. And imagine, these are older devices that can do that. That's how much more life you can bring into your phone. That's one of the, look, for all the crap that Apple gets, you got to hand it to them because they also, because they control the economies of scale from soft, software to hardware, they also are able to continue supporting devices like such as the iPhone. 6s how old is that and they're still pushing out updates to that yeah that's inspiring that's why it makes everybody else uh kind of like step up their game last year we started hearing all these um, new phones being released say oh we'll provide you three years of software support okay that sounds fantastic Uh, apple never promised anything and yet they do all that in the case of google heading into their on the release of the uh, Pixel 6, now rumors are they're going to be promising software support for five years because apple stepped it up like, oh my goodness, I got to do this too. So if they can't make money off the hardware, they're trying to make money off the software, folks. Keep that in mind. But that's not a topic for another time. Um, this is what I'm talking about. There's other projects like this too. Like uh, Calix. Is it Calix uh, OS? With respects to this, most people thought that this was the one that was, the Freedom Phone was running. And I, I didn't bring this up because first off, I didn't hear about it. Secondly, it's not even a, none of these are that phone. So Freedom Phone is not a Pixel. And it's not a Xiaomi Mi A2. So if it's not any of these, it cannot be uh, running on a Freedom Phone. That's my argument for that. I'll weigh more on that when I, uh, I do my tech talk and discuss Freedom Phone directly. Another device uh, that's uh, another program that's out there, the Googled uh, Android version is called uh, Graphene OS. Uh, this one's mostly tailored to also Pixel devices. Pixel, Google Pixel is the spiritual successor of the Google Nexus lineup. Uh, also Google Play uh, phones that were made for technically developers and fans that were able to tinker with things that really enjoyed doing those things. If you can, you can do it. And so I have. But you can also get third-party uh, uh, 
tech guys to do it for you. Then they charge a fee. You buy you buy the phone, send it to them, pay the fee. They'll do Google it for you and install uh, operating system on top of it. Or there's some places that already sell the Google Android devices. If you do some legwork, you can find them, such as Rob Braxman uh, or Freedom Phones not freedom phone uh, freedom phones also sells them um and most of them tend to be uh google pixels because of the hardware specs and all that stuff but tracking can still occur at the hardware level which is why some people say try linux this is a linux device this is called uh the librium 5 uh, by this company called prism um this is they have two versions of this very phone for 900 bucks um this thing's been a, a long time coming and now it's on back order it, they resume back order shipping resumes october 2021 place your order now and you can get it towards the end of this year or no later than march 31st of next year that's taking quite a while and here's a post with respect to the supply chain from purism um the, the ceo mentioning about the the specs here see this is what i'm talking about when freedom phone launched where are the technical specifications? They're being transparent here, folks. And they're telling you what kind of modem. You can even choose the type of modem, the memory cards, everything here. That's what you want to know if you're truly being transparent. I go back to my examples about supplements. Because supplements, there's proprietary blends. And then there's like as clean as can be. I go for as clean as can be. Some people don't mind the proprietary stuff because they're taking those companies at face value. And next thing you know, it's like, snap. Now I have side effects or I'm having these issues because God knows what's in those proprietary things that are not FDA certified. But anyway, without getting too sidetracked here, the cleaner the better. But look at the specs on this Prism phone. Uh, read access memory, 3 gigabytes. 3 gigabytes in the day and age where we have like 12 gigabytes of, of RAM on these latest phones. That sounds ridiculous, right? No. But here's the thing. This device is 900 bucks. Here is the USA-built device. For those of you that complain that something's not built in the USA, same phone, that much money. If you want that peace of mind, Go for it. No one's stopping you. When a company that can sell a phone for 900 bucks or $2,000 and the customer only wants to pay as minimal as possible because they can get two and a half phones for the price of one bill in the USA, don't judge them for it. But here's the beauty of it. These devices are outfitted with hardware kill switches, which is impressive. You could turn off the modem. You could turn off the, the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, manually, microphone, camera. You can do that because how many times have you heard? Oh, I... I, I'm not using my camera, but now iOS uh, kind of like forced a little dot there to show you when the microphone or the camera or both are, are on and listening. These are hot mics. They're always on. If I do the OKG right now, I'm going to have something talk back to me. It's like, what am I responding to? So these things are always on, but how do we know they're on? How do we know they're actually listening? Oh, they're actually just keeping an ear out for, for um, um, keywords. Yeah, but they have to be on the whole time. What are they recording? What are they storing? This takes the guesswork out of it by switching it off and killing it all together, which is why it's pretty cool. Now, hardware is just one thing. But what about existing hardware? Again, I go back to the Google Android um, uh, operating systems like this. But there's also other things you can do with with a device that you can uh, um, flash a custom ROM to. Ubuntu Touch is another one. I don't know much about this one. But... You can see uh, the supported devices here for Ubuntu Touch, 63 devices that they, they support, uh, mostly mid-tier and older devices, not really the, some of the new ones, which is kind of a bummer 
considering how um, devices that do not have voice over LTE are, are not being active or supported anymore on the carriers. So you're going to be uh, hard pressed to find carriers unless like the prepaid mobile stuff uh, that you'll be able to get these devices to work on. So just uh, FYI, unless you have an active SIM card, keep it. Try, try to keep it as long as you can. Then there's this one. This one I knew about when because the Selfish OS was launching with uh, the Jolo phone or whatever the heck it was and it never really shipped. This is something that I believe can also run um, Android apps uh, yeah you can also run android apps with a dedicated app support sys- uh, solution i think it's kind of like a runtime environment similar to what blackberry was doing so because i name drop blackberry i'll mention them now as i'm scrolling here through the uh, selfish os i think it's one of the most beautiful os's ever made uh, at least the, the way it's styled uh this i believe is built off linux uh, as well i don't know much it's been quite a while but you can install it for yourself that's the thing that you can do it it requires legwork folks um and you can get it to work great because this interface is one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen hands down and it's and i love that it's different so I'm hoping to get a device that can properly run this because I don't have one right now. Uh, and I do want to experience it with respects to BlackBerry. BlackBerry is probably my favorite the Google Android device. Um, it doesn't have Google in it, but you can if you want to because it has an Android runtime environment similar to Selfish OS. But this one's running uh, Android version 4.3, which is why a lot of modern apps will not run on it. But if you're not trying to be tracked, you wouldn't want to anyway. With respects to this though, um, now that BlackBerry 10 is basically dead, uh, what you can do with it is you can still install Android apps, particularly F-Droid. Uh, this is F-Droid, open source store for uh, open source uh, apps. Just like I said, the Android source code itself is open source. This is an open source app store, which is why I had questions about the, the so-called Patriot app store. Like, what the flip is this? Who's handling it? Is it open source? Is the developer sending things there? Or are these being collected, kind of like a third-party pirate um, app store? So this is an actual um, distributor, uh, a catalog of free and open source software uh, for Android. Anybody can install this thing. And yes, you can get this on BlackBerry 10 OS. Now, this one in the middle here is an Android uh, version, the only Android BlackBerry that was ever built, the Priv. I've had videos about this. And I'm not going to dive into the whole BlackBerry 10 and Android and all that runtime. If anything, I'll probably leave links in the video description down below. For those of you watching, you can see those are number, my number one hits. 250,000 a piece almost with respect to how you can get it how you can get android to run properly uh or app stores to run properly on your uh blackberry 10 device because as soon as the services from blackberry 10 turn off that's going to be the only way you can still get mileage out of it and they don't run that efficiently unfortunately they take forever to load especially you have the security settings to check the app the apk before you can get to the installation window it takes it's a chore folks it's a chore but you can manage all that there is another way you can still give that to your blackberry and also still be as secure as possible uh considerably speaking but depending on the app you install that app itself could be leaking off your data no matter what since i mentioned uh how expensive this uh let's get to the librium phone uh, librium 5 is for the u.s built because hey look i think that's pretty cool um to be able to uh, have the option to get this is awesome okay it's there there's another one called pine phone i don't know much about them so i can't speak to them but this is what i want to get at 900 bucks for a mostly overseas uh source parts 2000 for the USA built. You know what's taking so long? 
with the next generation Android BlackBerry devices that are supposedly going to be licensed to this onward mobility, this is going to make a five uh, a five G flagship worldwide smartphone. How much do you think that phone is going to cost? They say they want to build it here in the USA. If you thought seven hundred dollars was too expensive for a BlackBerry, how much more do you think this new one's going to cost? Are you going to pay for that too? So that's where I'll leave it, folks. These this is stuff that's available. It exists. And I really, really love what BlackBerry 10 was. Um, it's just unfortunately not able to do so much more. <sighs> just, man, what a bummer. Just looking at this is like looking at uh, memories of, uh, fond memories of, of a long time past time. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Andres Segovia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to stay in the know. If you want a question featured on the program or you never know, it could be an episode all on its own, you can message me at any of the social media links available at my website, www.theandresegovia.com. Also available there are all the directories where you can find my show. Remember to also follow me on YouTube and Instagram where other exclusive content resides. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the program. I'll see you on the next one.